0: and D. &D. i'm your co-host adrian
1: i'm thomas and i'm zach and we're back at it again for another episode well so reliable yes we are (laughs) look at us holding a schedule come the rest of the holidays you're all on your own we can't help we
0: make no promises from here on out
1: well and we're recording this one a bit early trying to get
2: ahead of that curve
1: sir this one's due wednesday it's not early
2: is it really? It's already been.
1: I thought we released last week. We have. Mm,
2: no, we didn't. Oh wait. Oh yeah, of... it was last week, and now we're in the middle of the week. Never yeah. mind. That's how time works. That's how time that works. Is how time
1: works. It is somewhat
2: linear. Some might say. Can we stop it at some point, just so I can like take a step, stop the time,
1: let me get back and take a breather? Let's see what NATO decides before we decide. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Ooh. Yeah.
1: War crimes. wait okay. So what oh, are we talking Jesus. about today?
2: Jesus. Yeah. Talk about a monster.
1: We have Putin. No way. Nope. Oh. <laughs> oh. What's his stats? What's his stats? Oh. 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 I think he's under goblin. Mm.
2: <laughs> so like a CR of one quarter. That doesn't seem quite right.
1: He's not very sturdy. He's you just got to worry about his bosses surrounding him.
2: Oh, got gotcha, you, got gotcha, you, got gotcha, His gotcha. minions. Alright, All right, what's our monster? What's our monster? Our monster this week is the Empyrean. And you will find this in the Monster Manual on page 130.
0: If anyone's wondering, he did check the cover of the book.
2: I, yeah. <laughs> I I had it, but it's just so much easier to read sometimes.
1: 20 episodes, still don't know what book we're
2: in. I'm... We, we, hey, we switched it up last week, okay? Or last, that's episode. true, but you
1: only have two books of monsters, so 50, uh-huh. 50
2: shot. Uh huh. And then there's the DM's guide. No monsters. Mm-hmm.
0: There's no monsters in here, babe. Nope. Okay. The monsters are in the monster manual. Okay,
2: I've totally read it and know that. <laughs> the Empyreans are the celestial children of the gods of the upper plains. They are universally beautiful, statuesque, and self-assured.
1: Cocky little shit. Uh-huh,
2: yeah. I think they wrote this for themselves. All right, Zach, what are the upper
1: planes? The upper planes are the nice, fancy planes that are not including, like, the elemental planes of fire and stuff like that. So it's so the it's gated like... community of the planes. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like, Olympic. Yeah. It's, it's definitely gated with a guard. Cool. Cool, cool.
2: That's where the gods live. Yeah, sorry. Ah, Manifest emotion. An Empyrean can experience deity-like fits of serenity or rage. It can affect the environment around it by its mood. When an Empyrean is unhappy, the clouds might cry tears of salt water. The wildflowers in surrounding meadows might wilt. Dead fish might wash ashore in lakes or rivers. Or a nearby forest might lose the leaves from its trees. When an an Empyrean is jubilant, sunlight follows it everywhere, small animals frolic in its footsteps, and birds fill the sky with their pleasing songs.
0: They got some power. So,
1: uh, it's an Empyrean is just a Disney princess?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, with
2: uh that's um, um, bipolar. Bipolar yeah. Disney princess.
1: Aww. So Ariel, no I'm just
2: kidding. <laughs> wow, okay, throw in some
1: shade. You got some fish bones to pick? I hate fish, so yeah. Spear, I'm done. <laughs> <sighs> uh, evil
2: Empyreans. A few Empyreans have turned to evil after venturing to the lower planes and becoming corrupted, or as the result of being cursed by evil gods. An evil Empyrean can't survive long on the upper planes and usually retreats to the material plane where it can rule over a kingdom of mortals as an immo- as an indomitable tyrant. That word?
0: That's a, that's a big-ass word.
2: I just, well, I decided I knew what word was coming and got
0: Snowman. ahead. My
2: mouth got a little ahead of my, my reading.
0: It happens it to the happens. best of us. Yep,
2: yep, yep. In Mortal Titans, Empyreans don't age but can be slain. Because few Empyreans can imagine their own demise, they fight fearlessly when drawn into battle, refusing to believe that the end is upon them even when standing at death's door. When an Empyrean dies, its spirit returns to its home plane. There, one of the fallen Empyrean's parents resurrects the Empyrean, unless he or she has a good reason not to.
0: It was a dick. Don't piss off your mommy and daddy.
2: Yeah,
1: Didn't send a Christmas card, you never know. (laughs) What'll say?
2: Right. I mean, fits of uh, serenity or rage, so. Yep. But yeah, that's, that's the description. And I mean, it literally looks... Like a statuesque buff dude, uh, like a Greek uh, uh, statue that's had all the colors washed off of it.
1: Yeah, he's um,
0: beautiful. Yeah, and adorned in gold, it looks like you would imagine a a Titan, a half god situation.
2: Porcelain white, very, very white. Yeah,
1: so white. A good
0: loincloth.
2: cloth. That is a that's a full skirt.
0: Full skirt, yeah, big big belt buckle. He's got his yeah, he's got
2: his WWE belt on.
1: Oh, good for him. (laughs) Yep, yep. His parents probably gave it to him though. But he's wearing it. He's not just like holding it above his head. No, no, no. He's wearing it. Better than everyone.
2: Yeah. Nah. Alright.
0: What these bitches be up to in their stat block?
2: All right, stat block. The Empyrean is a huge celestial uh, titan. Um. Chaotic good seventy five percent of the time, or neutral evil twenty five percent of the time. So, you know, you got to get them on a good day.
0: I like how yeah. they lose their chaotic, how they lose their chaotic neutral nature if they become evil. That's very
1: neutral evil. Neutral
0: evil, but if they're good, they're chaotic.
1: Chaotic. It, they are. They seem very conceited. That seems very chaotic. Right. Uh-huh. It's an armor class of twenty-two,
2: natural Ooh. armor, hit points of three hundred and
0: thirteen, or nineteen d twelve plus one hundred and ninety. These are some buff dudes,
2: beefy boy. Speed of fifty feet, a flying speed of fifty feet, a swimming speed of fifty feet.
0: They got all the. They got all the terrains.
2: A strength of thirty. A dex of twenty one, a con I'm sorry, can
1: we go back to Adrian referring to an Imperium as an ATV?
2: <laughs> what?
1: What? I didn't know you said that. they're all terrains. I'm like, uh, oh, it's an ATV, this Imperium. <laughs> this baby can fit so many terrains
2: in it it's ready to go. <laughs> the wheels in the back don't even relate to each other. <laughs>
1: oh, it's killing me.
0: They I, they gotta swim and fly and earth. What I mean, the and they're all the race.
2: same. They're all fifty yeah. feet. Like it Damn, can move. They
0: got, they got them all. Got.
2: So maybe maybe they have good reason to be conceited. I don't know.
1: I mean, they seem powerful enough to be with that
0: copy. with that with that AC and hit point count. Yeah, This these are boss material.
1: Yeah. So, yeah.
2: A, sh- a strength of thirty, a dex of twenty-one, a con of thirty, an intelligence of twenty-one, a wisdom of twenty-two, and a charisma of twenty-seven. Holy moly! Bitch is beefy. Bitch
0: is beefy.
2: Saving throw: strength of a plus seventeen, intelligence of plus twelve, wisdom of plus thirteen, a charisma of plus fifteen. Skills: insight of thirteen, persuasion of fifteen. Damage immunities: they're immune to. Bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from non magical attacks.
0: I have those magic weapons.
2: Uh, senses, they have true sight for 120 feet and passive perception of 16. They speak all languages. Languages, all of... it just says all.
0: I'm guessing that's all. a celestial thing. It's
1: like no one can lie to me or creep me out with their weird languages. All right.
2: And they are a CR of
0: 20. 23. 23? Oh, man.
1: Wow, that's a that's okay. a tough one.
2: That's if I'm remembering correctly, that's higher than a than a lich. Yes. Uh yeah. I think lich yeah. is early nineteen. Which I guess it doesn't have a layer, right? It doesn't. We don't fa- know. You
0: haven't covered the stat block situation. We don't know if it has a layer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It has legendary actions.
2: It doesn't have a layer, but it does have legendary Aww. actions.
0: Okay, that's. I lame. mean, it,
1: this, it sounds like all terrains are its layer. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I guess so. Off-topic DM tip: Are layer actions a separate thing from a monster? Like a layer action is a separate thing you set up to make a fight harder.
1: Yes, generally, a higher-level CR creature will have layer actions or legendary actions or a mixture of both.
0: Okay, but like that's not part of its like stat block situation. No, it
1: is. It, they mean, mean, are. Yeah, built they are into
2: it. Yeah. Okay. We, we covered them when we did the Lich. The did Lich we... had his own layer actions. Uh, okay. I
0: believe well, they... I have the memory at... of the goldfish, so I don't I remember. think
1: they have an initiative order of 20 a lot of the time, and so they happen at 20. Yeah. On the count. They cool lose action. ties, though.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. Innate spellcasting. The Empyrean's innate spellcasting ability is charisma with a spell save of a DC 23 and a plus 15 to hit with spell attacks
0: he beat you ass
2: it can innately cast the following spell spells requiring no material components at will greater restoration pass without trace water breathing water walk and then once per day each it can cast commune dispel evil and good earthquake firestorm and plane shift on itself only so, I feel
0: like I want this guy to be my friend and not my enemy.
2: Yeah,
0: Greater, CR greater restoration is up. powerful.
2: Um, it has legendary legendary resistance three times per day. If the Empyrean fails a saving throw, it can choose to succeed instead. Three times a day. Mm-hmm. Magic resistance. The Empyrean has advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects. Magic weapons, the Empyrean's weapon attacks are magical. If it's using a weapon, it's a magic weapon. Oh,
0: That's yeah. nice. I mean, he is like the Celestial, so yep. that yep. tracks.
2: Alright, actions. Maul, melee weapon attack, plus 17 to hit, reach of 10 feet, one target. On a hit, it deals 66 plus 10 bludgeoning damage. Oof. If the target is a creature, it must succeed on a DC 15 constitution saving throw or be stunned until the end of the Imperion's next turn. Uh, Bolt is a ranged spell attack, plus 15 to hit, range of 600 feet, one target. On a hit, it does 76 damage of one of the following types the Empyrean's choice. It does acid, cold, fire, force, lightning, radiant, or thunder damage.
0: Damn. All the bolts. Jesus.
2: And then we get to the legendary actions. The Empyrean can take three legendary actions, choosing from the options below. Only one legendary action option can be used at a time, and only at the end of another creature's turn. The Empyrean regains spent legendary actions at the start of its turn. Attack. The Empyrean makes one attack. Bolster. Bolster. The Empyrean bolsters all non-hostile creatures within 120 feet of it until the end of its next turn. Bolstered creatures can't be charmed or frightened, and they gain advantage on ability checks and saving throws until the end of the Empyrean's next turn. Mm,
0: So he's, like, good for, like, leading an army or something. Oh, yeah.
2: Trembling Strike costs two actions. The Empyrean strikes the ground with its maul, triggering an earth tremor. All other creatures on the ground within 60 feet of the Empyrean must succeed on a DC 25 strength saving throw or be knocked prone.
0: 25. No
2: damage, but it'll knock you prone within 60 feet of it. Yeah. With a DC 25.
1: And that means attacks against you are at advantage (laughs) if you're Mm -hmm. down on the ground. Disadvantage of yep. your range and you lose half of your movement already. Yep. Because it takes half your movement just to stand. Yeah.
0: That's, s- that's a lot. This dude could be. You could set this dude up to be brutal in a fight. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, Zach, tell us about your machinations for this, this thing.
1: So, I want to lean into the pettiness of him, right? <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course. So, they seem like they're really, really emotionally unstable, if that makes that's, sense. I think there's some very the stable sense. ones. I could see this being, you mentioned Plane Shift, but it's only for self, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. All right. I kind of see it as like a, unfortunately, Harry Potter portkey type situation where the Empyreans have like, let's say there's two siblings. I had to talk to my sister today, so I'm thinking about, <laughs> uh, so we have, um, let's say we have two siblings. One of them is the same calm one. And the other one is like a raging fire, is kind of a, also a raging dick. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, and they're competing for their parents, uh, not necessarily affection, but a gift from their parents, some type of celestial gift. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, as a plot for this, I can see it where both of them have set up like a, a – uh, this is like a high-level thing, by the way, to a degree. Like the party could be lower level. But essentially there's the chaotic good one and then the tr- the neutral evil or whatever they described it as. Uh, and they've both set things on the earth to, or the material plane to lure parties in. And so if anybody touches it, it kind of port keys them to this battle arena because the siblings aren't allowed to hurt each other they're just allowed to they have to use something else they use mortals for their fights i was gonna say so they basically
2: yeah they make themselves a a a tournament and they each Uh have champions
1: yep and they get they can pull parties of champions as well and so they kind of get pulled in you as a party would get suckered into this And, I mean, yeah, they kind of have equal playing fields. I would add a little more flavor to the evil and good ones to kind of give them more of a sway over the party Uh, and then kind of tell them what their prize will be for winning. You kind of got to come up with that. Other than that, they are a heavy hitter and a ranged hitter with that bolt attack. Like, they're going to hit you from a distance. They're going to be very challenging. I can see this also being an interesting thing if you are – like, they're, they're children of gods, right? That's their description. Right, mm-hmm. basically. So if your lore has room for your, chil- your gods and your, um, your pantheon to have kids, these are probably the ones guarding over the realm that the family mm-hmm. lives on, the upper plane. And so I think it would be interesting if the party could also be chased by these guys. So if, like, they go into the plane to find, like, an old weapon they locked away in their own realm that was created by one of their followers years ago that was just too powerful to defeat another god or whatever it is. They go into this realm, walk in, and the person holding it or guarding it is one of their kids, which is an Empyrean. And so they have to escape. It would be great to use that knockdown technique to knock them down and try to hit them. You have to think that the the lair actions, not excuse me, the legendary actions and lair actions are going to be kind of used together. Um, and so that case they can... Uh, hit when they knock everybody down. So if they knock people down, the next round they can not hit them again and mm-hmm. do an extra attack. Um, fire a bolt, whatever they want to do with it. They have a lot of options for that. Magical-wise, they they seem kind of more helpful than harmful mm-hmm. based off the spells. If I was giving the like a comp- competition between the evil and good one, I would definitely change the evil one's spells up a little bit. Like, yeah, these spells definitely
0: would... don't work super good for an evil character. Yeah, for
1: sure that would probably switch more to, like, um, more towards, like, inflict wounds at a higher level or pestilence or something like that, like a disease-type mm-hmm. spell. I think that would be a very good side-by-side comparison. Well, so I like... but, but So uh, my
2: argument for them having the same ones is if they're competing with each other and they have their their people fighting each other oh, I just, like, heal my champion real quick, right? Or I just, like... Yeah, that
0: scenario, it makes sense. That kind of
2: scenario, it kind of makes sense of them being... Now, oh, maybe for their, like, bolt, one tends more to acid and fire, and the other one's, like, lightning and, you know, that's kind of...
1: radiant or something like that, yeah. we're radiant lightning. Yeah. Mm. I think that... Or you could even just add one additional spell to flavor each of them and knock some of the others out or reduce the number of slots they have for that spell. Yeah. So it, it's very flexible as a DM. You can do that. In terms of what? combat... What? You can just do that? You can do whatever the hell you want. It's great. <laughs> uh, in terms of combat, these are going to be your heavy hitters. They've got that mace. They're going to beat the shit out of you, and it's going to hurt the entire time it's happening, especially if they knock you down, they get advantage. If they crit on you with, what was that, a six a 10d6 or 6010? 66. 66. 66 plus 10. That's a lot of damage right there. That's like a 46 maximum. That
0: could, that could, like, I mean, even my, like, level five paladin out in one hit.
1: Yep. Crit on that one, even further dead, right? Yep. So, there's a way to kind of use them as a combat thing. I don't see them. To me, they're too high rank to really get involved with mortal planar things. Like, they're not going to just jump into combat very often. You have to tick them off. Yeah. To no, really this get is like, involved.
0: This is like story, end game type yeah. stuff, I feel like.
1: The only kind of fun thing that I could see around that whole champion type thing is um, it's kind of like good versus evil, as we've already discussed. But instead, there's a god of death or something and a god of light. And they've actually been the same one forever, or the, mm. they're the same people. They've just split into mm. these imperiums, and so if you can defeat them, good or evil prevails for however long until the other one can regenerate or whatever, right? And right. so you as and they either fight each other or you have to defeat one of the others, and that's where you're kind of going through things. It's very weird how you can play this, but I, I see it as a very good way to pit good versus evil if that's kind of a big theme of your game. Y'all look confused.
0: I'm going, I'm going to take you guys behind, behind I'm the camera. Trying Thomas to... is Googling Thor Love and Thunder right now, and I have no idea why.
2: So I'm thinking, we were talking about the champion. I'm trying to remember the name of the movie where it's like Thor.
0: Thor, Thor Love and Thunder is the one that just, we haven't even seen Love Thor Love and Thunder. It's the one that just came out ah, with the female Thor. Oh, That's okay. That's
2: Ragnarok. 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 Rock. That's the one I'm yeah. thinking of. Okay, I
0: was like, why are you Googling this movie? Well, we Thor, haven't even seen it. The newest
2: yet. one, yes. No, I'm thinking Jeff Goldblum as the Grand Master. I'm just terrible with names, and I could not forbid Oh,
0: you couldn't pull out Jeff Goldblum?
2: I couldn't, and I also couldn't pull out Grandmaster. But basically, the Empyrean would be you'd have two Empyreans, would be two Grand Masters in this case, and their champions would be fighting yeah. each other. That's how I envision this. You took this way Very too much far. So. No, That's like good. It. it's good. Zach likes it. You're just Fine completely disapproving of my actions this <laughs> evening for some okay. reason. Love
1: and thunder.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. We have not seen love and thunder. Okay, yet. it's but I it's the most it recent one is why it's the one that came to mind. Is it, I don't yeah. even is
0: it is it out? It is out.
1: Oh, it came out months ago.
0: We're very on top of our movies. We know what's up.
1: The oh, last God. movie I saw in theaters was Nope, and that was somebody dragged me to it. So, and prior to that, it was Spider-Man's third movie. Oh.
0: What was the last movie we saw in theaters?
2: In theaters was the Spider-Man, um, um, the, the animated one. Um, we
0: did not see that in theaters. Yes, we did. Really? In
2: In Minnesota, we did, yes.
0: We haven't Into seen a movie. the Spider-Verse. We haven't Into seen the a movie since we moved to Missouri. Oh, no. We've not been in a movie theater in Missouri.
2: Wow. That was 2019. At,
0: at we have not been to a movie since before the pandemic started. Correct. Yeah.
2: Most people haven't, I would think. Uh,
1: Texas doesn't care anymore. We're just not... We're cutting like all of this, right? What are yeah. we, what are we, doing? we have, No, it's great. Great, great. Everybody go see have, a movie.
0: We have but Netflix. We have Disney. We have... Well, we used to have stars. We lost our stars. But... We have most of the things. Like, why would we go to a movie theater yeah. where we can't have our own food and drinks? What even is up with and that? It costs
1: twelve dollars for five ounces of popcorn. Absurd. So, what item do you have for us?
0: I have an item for you. Do you? I do. And we swap books very noisily. It is on the Dungeon Master's Guide page two oh eight.
2: She had to grab that book with both hands to make sure she didn't flip it over and look at the cover. <laughs> After making fun of me for looking at the cover, she was even, very tempted, she was like, mm.
0: "I didn't, I did not even make a move to look at the cover." He was just mad because I fucking remembered.
2: Mm-hmm. Sure.
0: DMG 208, the Tentacle Rod, which Thomas picked out. For
2: uh me Sure. I no, no. You said I'm doing the item this week.
0: No, I said I did the monster this week, last week. So you should do it this week. We swap off theoretically. We don't. We don't keep track. Surprise, surprise! This is a rod mm-hmm. It is rare
1: What the rod of tentacles is a rod I thought it was going to be a ball
0: Yep and it requires I mean, Attunement If
1: you want to get a ball involved Oh god
0: Oh you could get a ball involved <laughs> Made by the drow This rod is a magic Hush <laughs> This rod is a magic weapon that ends in Three rubbery Tentacles <laughs>
1: Rubbery?
0: Mm. Why are they rubbery?
1: (laughs) Why aren't they rubbery?
2: Would you rather them be scaly?
0: I don't want them to be rubbery. (laughs) While holding the rod, you can use an action to direct each tentacle to attack a creature you can see within 15 feet of you. Each tentacle makes a melee attack roll with a plus 9 bonus. On a hit, the tentacle deals 1d6 bludgeoning damage. If you hit a target with all three tentacles, it must make a DC 15 constitution saving throw. On a failure, the creature's speed is halved. It has disadvantage on dexterity saving throws, and it can't use reactions for one minute. Which is a fucking long time. That's ten fucking rounds.
1: Yeah, Yeah.
2: this is why I picked this rod. This This rod, 15 feet and three attacks, or three attacks on one person like
0: this is about this is only rare yeah
2: it's beefy it's beefy tentacles only
0: rare okay moreover on each of its turns it can take either an action or a bonus action but not both at the end of each of its turns it can repeat the saving throw at the end of the effect
2: you're still talking about the the creature that has been like grappled basically by this rod yeah. So
0: the creature who has failed their speed is half. They have dex- they have disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. They can't use reactions, but on each of that creature's turns, it can take an action or it can only take an action or a bonus action, but not both. So it it really hurts that person if they get hit by all three. Yeah. Um, and then, but at the end of each of that creature's turns, it can repeat the saving throw, ending the effect on itself with a success. So. You get to make that DC 15 con save throw every round, so it doesn't necessarily mean 10 rounds. At first that sounded really brutal. It's only mostly brutal.
1: It's still pretty rough for a 5th level item, essentially.
0: Yeah. Plus I, 9 it, to hit.
1: But it doesn't do a lot of damage. It's only 1d6 plus what?
0: Uh, just 1d6.
1: Yeah. So you can do 3d6 on an attack, which is a terrible but, but if like, you
0: hit all three times with something that has plus nine to hit, yeah, that's really consequential.
1: That I like, like that item. It's kind of a somewhat close version to the slow spell. So we can. I'll look up slow because I don't remember what it is off the top of my head. I know what it does. Um, I mean, it probably does what it says. Makes so you use, slow. Yes. Um. So. You alter time around up to six creatures of your choice. So this one's targeted. This is a third level spell, so you would get it at level five. Um, of your choice, within a 40-foot cube of range, each target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or f- be affected by spell. It, the spell. The ineffective target speed is halved. It has a penalty of minus two to AC and dexterity saving throws, mm. and it can't use reactions. On its turns, it can either use an action or a bonus action, not both. Regardless of the creature's abilities or magic items it can't make more than one melee or ranged attack during its turn. If a creature attempts to cast a spell causing an extra time one action roll a d20 on 11 or higher the spell doesn't take effect until the creature's next turn and the creature can't use its action or turn to complete the spell. If it can't the spell is wasted. Mm. Uh, The creature affected by the spell makes another wisdom saving throw at the end of its turn on a successful it ends the effect. So hello Bella. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: Bella has joined the chat.
1: Yes, she has. Cooper's at my feet. I don't want to pick him up. He's quiet for once. Um, so yeah, you have that. You have that bonus action or action only, nothing else, no reactions. It's a very good use for somebody who is not a spellcaster and is fighting one on one with someone. Hmm. I like it. That's fun. Creepy, kind of gross. I yeah, wonder if so it makes. If, if I could, I would do like popping sounds. It's like you're attacked by it. It just like it grabs you and then.
0: Yeah, and so it this off. does. It does take... It takes your action to use this thing. Yeah. So you don't get to, like, hit someone with it and then still, like, cast a spell that takes an action mm-hmm. or something
2: no. else. just so a bonus. You gotta have a bonus action. Yeah, you just got your yeah. bonus action. Yeah. Which, good. if you're able to, like, essentially grapple them with the action and then use a bonus action to hit them with something else...
0: Yeah. I'm wondering, like, because you have to hit them with all three, so... Yeah, I don't know the math well enough to know what the odds are hitting of all... You know, the odds of hitting someone with all three are. Depends on the AC you're looking at. But plus nine to hit is a lot.
2: Yeah, It's a very good item for a lower level character.
1: Yeah, that's why it's only rare, right? So it's good. Yeah. It's like you said, let's do math. I'm like, nah, it's after six o'clock. I don't have to do math after six o'clock. <laughs> mm-hmm. nope. All right, so... Let's talk about DM tips. Do you guys have any questions thus far? Just a tip. Just the tips. We couldn't think of anything before, listeners. We tried. So guys, we tried, we tried to plan something, we're and we're tired, so tired. we're old. We're, okay, yes, we are. Not that old. If anybody above the but age of 30 really- is listening, we're just tired. We're not old.
0: We're, we're not uh, old
1: at all. I don't want to insult the elderly or those who are older. Not the elderly. I don't think... You know, yeah. Wow. Is it Jeez. ableist dig. to say... Yeah, dig, not that good night. dig that, that hole. Dig that hole. Digging it deeper. Okay, how to dig a hole in D&D. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, <laughs> tips wise?
0: Um, tips wise. Hey. I'm a dumbass who can't remember shit. Remind me how CRs work.
1: It's a mystery. Uh, so a challenge rating is generally, <sighs> there's some weird math for challenge ratings and to my,
0: okay, maybe that's why I can't remember how CRs work is because it's hard.
1: Oh, you as a player don't even have to care about CRs.
0: Oh, I know what? I don't, but yeah. I'm always like, I'm always like, okay, I'm looking at this thing. This is a CR 23. What level does my party of five need to be to fight this thing? I in my head, I don't know because yeah. I've never done this math or looked at this before. And I know we've talked about this before, but I have uh, the memory of a duckling. So
1: yeah. So what I what I, I use an encounter calculator because I um I don't like doing the math that's done in there because there's modifiers that go up as you have more party members, it goes right. down. There's all sorts of things. So if you were to have, like, a CR level, uh, one monster at CR 23, so let's take our, um, our, uh... Empyrean. Empyrean, for example. Uh, the XP to award for that is 50,000.
0: 50,000, it's a lot.
1: Yep. Uh, so the encounter challenge rating for that becomes 25, just because of the level of it, right? So if you were to have five level characters, and let's put them at 10, they will die, um... It will not be fun. It is considered deadly for them.
0: For a level 10 character. For, for a party 10, of five level
1: Five tens. level 10s, yes.
0: Jesus, so, okay.
1: Yeah, so the way you, you can kind of fiddle with these numbers, because it's still going to be difficult for level 15 as well. So in most huh. cases, it's by average. And so on average, your party should be fairly close to the CR. The only thing you have to consider is that the um, the party has to be careful in terms of their multiplier. So if I do the calculation right now, right now of uh-huh. five s- characters at a CR 23, at level character level 20, it is still a deadly encounter. So okay. It just, it just dropped to hard. My apologies. I didn't hit calculate real quickly. Okay, so that's what
0: at some point I was thinking. I was like, Do you just like average, like average the party's level? Like, if we're all level five, is it basically a level a CR five that we want to
1: fight? You can handle CR fives if you're doing like a CR four and have a lot of little enemies with it. There's a higher scale that comes with it. So if I were to go like CR character level five and uh, five characters obviously fighting a CR 23 character is not going to be fun. But if I level that one character out to level five, it becomes a easy encounter. Mm-hmm. So okay. because there's five of them, that's the biggest thing. If I do five level five monsters, it jumps to deadly because it's essentially a CR 17 encounter. So what I usually do is I will add one char- one monster around plus or minus one of my party's average level. And then mm-hmm. I include little bits of challenging things. So, like, let's say we put Some in like,
0: minions.
1: Yeah. Let's say we put a quarter in goblin or something in there. And if I put two of those in, uh, so one CR level five and then two CR level quarters, it now becomes hard for a five-man five party of five.
0: Okay, cool. So, uh, what is the calculator you are using for the listeners?
1: You just got really, really slow. Oh. <laughs> that's the internet. Yeah, it's that's the internet.
2: What calculator yeah. are you using?
1: I use uh, kastark.co.uk, <laughs> what I've been using for years. It's so handy. If you Google uh, 5e encounter calculator, it's the first thing that shows up. Okay. Mm. Just wanted like to it.
0: be clear for our listeners and give them good yeah. recommendations.
1: It's it's very handy. I have yet to find anybody who can actually explain what a CR is. Because you can make monsters up, but you don't know how to assign a CR level to them. Mm-hmm. There are tables that kind of give you an idea of what HP, what weapon damage they could do. You can find that in the DM's guide. But there's not like a, this is how we calculated CR. Good luck. Yeah. So, well, and
0: it's, there's so many variables. And I feel like it really, like, you can't just think about... The level of your party it may also depend on the makeup of your party it depends on maybe what environment you're in i i just feel like there's so many variables there that could impact how challenging a monster fight could be
1: yeah
2: yes well, sometimes you just kill the party too
1: yeah.
2: or kill individuals
0: this in the is party. why you have dm screens
1: <laughs> yeah i the way i've always kind of counterbalanced all of this stuff is think of it as the number of actions each group has you're going to be fairly matched so if you have like if you were to say one creature is fifth level or five five, cr of five and then the party's got like an they each get to hit once and they have no other target to attack right but -hmm. if there's three other little shit bags running around you have to divert their attention and now they can't use an attack on the main boss so that's why there's that modifier of, I think, like 1.5 or something when you do that calculation. The way I've always done it is, like, take your characters into consideration. If they have extra attack at level 5, all of them do. They now have 10 attacks, and you're throwing in a monster that just has 2 attacks. Go ahead and crank up the CR. Find something harder for that.
0: hmm
1: So, uh, any book recommendations or anything like that? Oh, wait, I was supposed to do that this You're time, supposed
0: I? to do that. We didn't plan this part.
1: The bookie boy. That's
2: that was also gonna be the DM tip. Well, that we was got another gonna...
0: DM tip. They co- it is kind of similar. To that has many questions because she doesn't understand how D and D works all the time because yeah, it's hard. That's fine.
1: D and D is just math and roll and yeah, it's weird. It's always math. So and I stories. love half price books so much. I love half price books. I actually went and bought Odd Thomas, which Thomas recommended on another episode. Previous uh, episode. Yeah. Was it the previous episode? Yeah, it was uh, last
0: yeah. last episode.
1: It was two weeks ago. Wow. So yeah, I yeah. bought on Thomas. There was an incident yeah. where um, I had to go right before they closed, and I ended up walking by their like RPG section, and I found a book. I found no. A- they had an RPG section. On we don't thing. have a half price books. Ah, that's it's, yeah. It's by the comics. If you're ever in one, so they mm-hmm. had like players' handbooks, all that stuff for sale, which. This is probably the cheapest place you're going to get it. They're not bad. I think I got one of these books for $12. And it's it's a chunky boy. Um, yeah. So this is the Game Master's Book of Random Encounters. It is made by Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Ashworth. Um, there are illustrations. There's 500-plus customizable maps, tablets, and story hooks to create 5th edition RPG adventures on demand. It is a very nice book. I think it's about 200-something pages. The font's a little large, but, I mean, you got to make <laughs> things look pretty, right? Um, so It's a
0: fancy-looking book.
1: There's a lot of interesting things. This goes to actually 251 pages, and I think I got this one for $12 at half-price. books. Prices may vary. See Whoa. your Damn, store for availability. You um, need
0: to get a half-price books up in her.
1: Right? We've got other local bookshops.
0: They won't be on sale there.
1: That's nah, true. Yeah. So, I... I was just telling these guys, I was just complaining about the fact that I didn't like the way the book was formatted, but I found the sheet. It was stuck to the other one. So I've complained (laughs) for no reason. Uh, So (laughs) this book has a forward and introduction. It has uh, eight one-shots in it that you can run that are available. Uh, For 12 bucks? For 12 doll hairs, yeah. There's a list of taverns, in-shops, guild halls, temples, tombs, and crypts, the great outdoors, which includes a Bunch of, bunch of things. Homes, hideouts, labs, and lairs. Rooftop, alleyways, and tunnels. Randomized tables and more. And then a random generation location generator, which is just kind of telling you where to roll in the tables. Uh, the section for one-shots is from page 12 to like page 112. So it's like 100 Dang, yeah. pages of one-shot That's content. That's a lot of one-shots. It has black and white maps that look really good. Um, it's got, it's essentially formatted similar to the, um, Uh, general D&D books, although it is red versus the other one. Um, Mm -hmm. I like it. It tells you how to scale things up. Uh, In particular, um, if you've ever played Adventures League or you've been in a um, uh, excuse me um, game store, there's Adventure League's will tell you like here's how you scale it up higher or lower depending on the party's level and all that stuff. They have Mm variant encounter options which allow you to change it and make it harder or tone it down a little bit. I like that as an opportunity. Highly recommend it. I have two books from them. Maybe I'll recommend the other book next time. Maybe. Maybe. But yeah, check out your half price books. Um, One, I recommend them because, hey, reduce, reuse, recycle. Get those books again. Uh, They're the cheapest things I've ever found. I am trying to collect more books, although I haven't read too many of them. I finished a book last week. So So proud. And I listed a half of um, a Wheel of Time book on my drive monday so i'm i'm stepping up my game oh so, nice. yeah yeah well uh as always thank you guys for listening we appreciate it uh yep. check yep. out those we recommended you can always check our episode description to find all the information we've talked about today page references yep. links shout the out to zach
2: for doing such a good job with that because we look don't at do me shit on that. typing
1: shit i'm yeah. so good at typing yeah, but uh, you sometimes.
0: also you also edit.
1: Yeah. I edit of, yeah,
0: we just show up and talk.
1: You pick stuff, you, and I don't have we, the bandwidth to do that. So we do yeah.
0: pick the stuff, we <laughs> pick the stuff, and we talk. Most
1: most times we pick the stuff. <laughs> sometimes we pick day up. It's great. So um you can check us out on I believe Instagram is what we're gonna be focusing on now. Yeah, Twitter's you guys kind of, Twitter eh. Twitter's a dumpster
0: fire and I don't wanna be there, so don't I said at some point I was gonna start posting on the Twitter. I'm I'm not going to guys. It's been a year. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> if
1: you hadn't figured if it out. If
0: you hadn't figured it out, the Twitter's dead.
1: Twitter is so dead. Find us on Instagram at sweet Go to the Insta. T-N-D-N-D. you can also so much- email us at sweet d at gmail.com what is that a monitored account uh yeah yeah (laughs) Uh, our moderators are standing by no i'm just oh okay yeah yeah, so the moderator too you're all the things Uh, i'm uh, the moderator and i need someone to moderate me because i'm probably the worst thing in our email yeah so yeah thanks i don't check that email ever it just sometimes (laughs) i get notifications of it sometimes i don't i don't it depends on how my phone's mood is for the day if I get emails about it. So if you that... send
0: us a message on Instagram, I'll probably notice, though. So if you really want to reach us, that's the place to do it.
1: Yeah, hit us up with some suggestions. Send us a meme. Do whatever. Tell, Tell us about us... your
0: favorite book.
1: Or your favorite color. Or, like, your favorite dinosaur. Color? I think we should Jesus. go back to ask those questions to adults. Because sometimes you just want a softball bitch do you. <laughs> I know, right? Zach, Zach right. stop crying. Stop crying, Zach. It's okay. <laughs> hey, it's okay. Life Zach. is hard, man. We People can keep stop recording me about mass spectrometry, and I don't want to talk about it anymore. You said that. Uh, I, I, well. I have mass spectrometry questions, for
0: you, <laughs> but that's for another time. Are
2: you I'll, serious? I'll geek out with you. I'll geek out with you over three D printing. So. It's
0: fine.
1: Do you seriously have mass spec chromatography questions for me? We can. I ha- do. But everybody not say sure. bye. 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 <laughs> bye.
0: <laughs>